Hey there, freaks, geeks, and everyone in between. Welcome to another episode of Wake and Jake. Today I'm here with Trevin Will of Trevin Will on the Real. Um, you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourself real quick? Yeah. I'm Trev. I'm Will. I'm <laughs> Trevin Will on the Real. So, yes, oh, what brought you, brought you guys together and kind of formed your podcast? Um, We're just, you know, good boys. Good boys. <laughs> good, bros. good boys. What are we dogs? Good boys. Yeah, we are good boys. Yeah, pretty good boys. Um, no, we're good bros. And uh I don't know. Uh we just kind of had the same idea one day. I was like, I want to do a podcast. I've wanted to do one for so long, you know. It it roots back to like uh 2015, you know, even prior to that, even. Yeah. I would say, but 2015 was about the first thought I ever had of starting my own podcast, but I just never pulled the trigger. And now I wish I would have. Right. Yeah. Could have, would have, should have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think I met you, we've worked together for about seven years and, uh, but I met him about five years ago. Um, Cause we, I was working kind of like remotely pretty far um, away from where we're at right now and he got sent up there um, and I had just started working up there and then we kind of became friends and then after that we realized how many close acquaintances we had had for the last 10 years but that we had never met so like my best friends in high school were like his best friends in high school so it'd be like we'd have the same friends and like often same like everything even region but we had never <laughs> met you know i might have like known of him but yeah we never met so then uh that kind of brought us close closer up there as friends and i mean even back then he was talking about starting a podcast so then this year yeah. um i switched jobs came back um down to where we're at now and started working together again and talking more and then he brought up uh the podcasting and i'm like dude let's do it and so the podcast yeah here we, we're just like in we're the just, infant stage of yeah, it, getting it we're, started so we're barely crawling yeah <laughs> but you gotta start somewhere right yep. yeah how, how many episodes you guys have out so far well <laughs> here's how bad it is man it's so rough like we we recorded one um and it was just on like the laptops audio and yeah uh, we had no idea we got all our equipment and we we're like all right we're gonna start recording and we had like no plan yeah it was like, just there the was record no button like it was just if you want to record something on a computer like it's rewind forward like start and stop yeah, yeah. record pause whatever so there's no editing there's nothing so we're like oh yeah let's do that so we did that episode um and then the next episode we had like, I mean, I'm going to sound like Tenacious D when we're like, oh, it was the greatest song ever, but it was, it was like, it was pretty good. It was, it we was were comfortable, great. you know, we, the nervousness kind of flowed out of us and we, uh, we were just in the right spot. And then what happened, Trevor? <laughs> about, <laughs> then about 50 minutes in. <laughs> 50 minutes in will looks at the computer he's like what the hell he's like is that, hey is that fucker recording and I'm like, I'm like well shit 
Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we have all been there. Oh, so yeah, we didn't record it, and we were like, "Oh, this is the one. Like, this is gonna get our this one's. We felt good. Everything was vibing." And then... Yeah, I was really sucking Sylvester Stallone's dick that episode. Yeah, you were, dude. He was. I mean, <laughs> I love it, Sylvester. It was Stallone. great, though. Sly. You did. I mean, he he was balls deep in your throat the whole time, but it, it flowed good. We had we had good good vibes, and I live. Well, I guess I live an hour away since it took an hour to get here today. Yeah. So I'm like, I had to get home. So we're like, oh, should we just record it again? And I'm like, dude, I got, we got to go. So that one was a wash. Um, and then we did get some software for um, editing and like a podcast. So it's every, every episode and every time we meet up, it's getting better. But good Lord, man, it's, uh, there's a lot that goes into it, a lot more than, people think and we're kind of just figuring that out as we go and it's it's um it's pretty crazy it's kind of it's like a rabbit hole you can go (laughs) there's a lot of time and a lot of money you can spend on this stuff so there yeah truly it's truly wild like how much actually goes into this like it's taken me probably about I don't want to like sound like I'm exaggerating, but I think like 13 weeks to fully figure all of this out and get to where I'm at now. Yeah. yeah. I'm still figuring it out as I fucking go. Like I'm still trying to figure out how to use an OBS system and all that, how to record a zoom call through it. And it's just something else. Oh man. Yeah. We were, we were talking about it today. We're like, man, we're so excited to be on here. Cause, um, it there's like you said there's so much to go into it and it's like this is huge for us just to be on here and kind of see like what you do and yeah we're we're here to learn a lesson so teach <laughs> yeah teach. Oh, i mean no, even, no, even, oh my God. even getting this set up and just doing it this way is like okay cool you know because then it's just another thing you learn and you're like okay you can do it that way and just bounce stuff off and yeah you guys look- go with it like you guys' little studio set up. I noticed the Colorado flag. Is that where you guys are at? Yeah. Yes, sir. Good old Colorado. Colorado. Beautiful state. Oh, so beautiful. My northern <laughs> neighbor up there. Yes. So what, I'm guessing because you guys look like humble, honest men, your favorite part of the state is Trinidad because it's the transvestite capital of the world. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's Trinidad. That's my, yeah. We often vacation down there. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I always try to talk my kids into getting sex changes and say, Hey, next year, when we come back, you can get changed back. But they, they never want to do that there. Yeah. I think down there, it's like, like if you go to the carnival and the kids will get their face paint and stuff, some kids, that's just boring, especially in today's world. So it's like, like, yeah, go get a sex change. Yeah. You go to Trinidad and it's (laughs) for for a lot of kids. It's the same as getting your face painted. It's like, all right, you know, you can go to the carnival and get your face painted, or you can go to fucking Trinidad and get a full ass sex change. I don't know which one, but if I'm a kid, dude, I'm like, of course, like that sounds so much more exciting. That's a life changing event. Of course I'm going to choose that over. Oh yeah. You know? So yeah, I've been male and female and back to male now, obviously. I think the ultimate like goal or fantasy for a kid would just be to go down like the Joe dirt way, have your parents take you to Trinidad, you know, you're, you're figuring out the culture, all that. And then they leave you and then, you're Oh yeah. Dude. 
That's your Grand Canyon. And then, yeah, and then you uh, you got to deal with it. Well, well, it is Colorado, so I guarantee there is sort of a Buffalo Bill somewhere. Oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. The lotion on, <laughs> or it gets the hose again. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm oh. your sister. I'm your sister. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> well, I think that's Silence that's of the good. Lambs, though. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Who knows? That's that's a good one. That's a good flick. I've I think I've only ever watched Silence of the Lambs like twice in my whole life, though. I have a hard time watching horror movies because I'm always way too fucking high. So I just start laughing at them. Yeah. (laughs) That's oh man. It just turns into a comedy. Yeah. (laughs) I I watch horror movies and like scary movies and what have you because I just want to be scared. I love that feeling of like being scared. And it's like chasing the dragon almost, you know, it's yeah. like, it's, uh, <laughs> I can't ever catch it. You know, it's just like, Oh, dang it. That one almost had me. Yeah, you almost had it. Uh, dude, if you want to be scared, just look at, eat a couple look at grams the of mushrooms and then go oh. stare at yourself in the mirror. No, cause oh, that was that's, like the best. That's a horrible fucking idea. Like dude, now, <laughs> you find out a lot about yourself. A lot that you didn't want to find out. Either that or you do a god or a Jedi flip and fucking do shrooms and acid and then go look in the fucking mirror. Dude, that's a recipe for... Wow, I don't even know what that's a recipe for. Self-enlightenment? Are you I have a, self-destruction? I don't I, know. Maybe. I have a really bad time on shrooms. And this one time I took four grams of shrooms in a chocolate. Oh, shit. And I had to fucking take acid to calm down. Oh no shit. my gosh. And it was honestly the best experience of my fucking life. No, no shit. shit. <laughs> Dude, you you unlocked us portal. Yeah, then I like moved to the Navajo Nation a few like a month, like a few weeks after actually, and like started doing peyote kind of recreationally. Oh fuck yeah. Like oh, damn. at least once a week. I would. I want to do that, dude. That's wild. So what's I've peyote like? I, I, I've heard of it, but I have no idea like what that experience is. Sort of like a really mild. Have you ever done DMT? No. Want to? No. Haven't. Oh, I was gonna say it feels like after like the first two hits of DMT, right before you fall into it, where everything's sort of like wavy and kind of weird but you're still in reality and you start to see deeper into it. Mm -hmm. Like they say when you're in a, like the way I did peyote was in the traditional, like native American way in the native American church. So in a teepee with a big fire in the middle. Oh, that's hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. And um, they said to look into the fire and it'll tell you like what you need to know about yourself. Oh, good Lord. As the fire died, I saw the like, ashes and the embers form into like a fetus growing in the womb over the span of the meeting oh no shit and i realized i needed rebirth and i went outside to take a piss and i looked up at the sky as i was walking back from taking a piss and i fell back and had been laying in the dirt for an hour when my ex's dad came and pulled me out were you pissing on yourself the whole time no no i'd already pissed and i was walking back (laughs) i was i was worried about that yeah, no, I was staring at the sky and like I fucking thank yeah. God. 
No shit, dude. How so was he just he? laid there Is for an hour. Is he pretty good? I, I, I don't, don't talk over me, bitch. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> Respect your daddy. <laughs> uh, no, what were you saying, Trev? Oh, I was just asking how the Lord was doing. How is the Lord doing? I don't know. He met him. I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. That's what you were going to ask? <laughs> no, so how was that whole experience? Like, you got to, you can't, how, how's the Lord doing? You got to, you got to be like. I went into it an atheist and came out of it. Like, believing in God? Yeah. No shit. You still believe in God? That's a pretty heavy question. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah no. we're getting deep. I know, man. We're gonna get to know you real quick. So, so no. your ex's dad drug you out. Dang, dude. No, that's, I'm, that's sick. Though. I'm the same way. Like I, I really believed in God when I, I was a kid, and then I kind of like fell off the wagon up until recently. Yeah, it's because you haven't done enough peyote. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like idiot. Well, you guys are in Colorado. You guys have other fun recreational stuff. Don't you guys have recreational mushrooms? No, it just decriminalized. And I, I think that only counts for Denver, too. Yeah. Yeah, I had a buddy that got pulled over. He had mushrooms and weed, like, in the car. Cops saw it, everything, and just let him go. There was no big deal. Um, He asked him, he's like, you know, are you guys on those right now? All that. And they're like, no. He goes, and you he, have them. Are you on them? No. <laughs> the bag's full, you fuckhead. <laughs> yeah, you're like, these the only answer. mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. The, the only answer is if the bag is full. No. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. There's Even if it's not, there, dude. <laughs> yeah. Are they, are we on them? Fuck. No. I always, I don't do drugs or anything anymore. And I did a long time ago, but mushrooms are, were the only thing I had ever done that I could be content with. Like I do them and I'd get to a certain point. Cause I've never like tripped super hard or anything. But I get to a point to where like stuff would move and everything was like so pretty and profound and everything. And I just loved it. I felt great. And it's the only drug that I could do to where I'd be like, all right, I'm good here. Like people would be like, oh, you want more whatever? And I'm like, no, this is this is fine. Like anything else, like Molly, alcohol, weed, anything. I, I was always like, I'd always do more. I'd always be like, oh, man, I want like the next. So that was kind of cool. But I mean, I was so young when I did those. I think a lot of young people are that way. You just, you take it to that extreme. Drugs are fun. Yeah, yeah they are. Very I'm fun. a strong advocate of drug use. Yeah, same. Yeah, like we were talking about earlier, they need to just make it all legal. 100%. And it's like and the, the case natural has been made. Like 100%. <laughs> you know? Well, the case had been made like um, here in Colorado. It's like how many more people smoke weed now that it's legal? that didn't before and honestly oh yeah i see the that... craziest people going into the dispensaries and stuff it's like yeah but oh, a lot right? of the people a lot of the people <laughs> you that... used to be my librarian like it was legit <laughs> right. and she's just... always trying to get me to go smoke with her i'm Your like pastor, no trish yeah. no oh probably shouldn't say her name <laughs> yeah, no, i know i have a high school teacher that i see at the dispensary occasionally and like whenever he sees me he's just like Cause he used to fucking yell at me for being stoned in his class all the time. Oh, we had teachers up in here that like they would take us snowboarding and uh just get, they would just get, get ripped yeah. like so drunk and then they would be out smoking weed with us kids and shit so we had a teacher one of them yeah no i'm not gonna out him anymore <laughs> yeah don't don't out him anymore we had a teacher that went snowboarding with a couple of the kids ended up making love with them and then Ew, dude. the next year she wasn't there. 
Oh, it was a girl. That's fine. Yeah, man. it was a girl. Yep. Yeah. Was oh, she, she, she got pregnant. Um, I think, I don't know. I, I mean, just disappeared like the next year just wasn't there. And everybody's like a lot of the kids. What was knew, her name? Outer. A lot of the kids. I'm, yeah. I'm going to out her. <laughs> yeah, let's do, do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. You don't have to don't do that. I don't, I don't need that. P. No. So it was a woman right, teacher though. Right. And yeah. she was fucking one of the students. That's okay. You know, two of them. At, and two of them at, at the sunlight, same time. You know the cabin, like that's out. Yeah. The, Wait. They, so, so was it a devil's three way or was it two women? No, it was a. Yeah, it was the devil's three way. I mean, who would want like? I mean, we all fantasized about that with that one buddy, Eiffel Towering, the hot fucking teacher. Yeah. Just, no shit. As she yeah. starts to shake, just. High five and bam. Yep, yep. Well, and and, and then give him a kiss. Here's how. <laughs> right. But I mean, if you can picture this, it's like, okay, you're at a ski resort snowboarding with your teacher and your best friend. You guys go to a cabin that's in the woods. That's it's not even a real cabin. Like it's a. Like just made out of sticks. It's a shack. So yeah, like basically you would go down there and smoke your weed in this little shack that yeah. some other skier had built. You know, right. it was just like a little weed hut. So you're you're snowboarding yeah. with your best friend, your teacher, and then you go in there, you start partaking and are you sure this wasn't you? Because it sounds like it was you. Yeah, no, this <laughs> it wasn't me, but I have thought about it a lot. It was in the spank bank. Like it, I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not saying it but yeah i mean that's a pretty for a lot of people i i don't know i would just call it two sophomores and a teacher yeah you know yeah god damn like some two boys live their fucking fantasy yeah Yeah, i I don't know what's better than that like you go slay out your teacher eiffel tower i mean that's as close to visiting france as most kids are gonna get yeah they experienced it on a ski resort in Colorado with their teacher. I don't Menage a trois. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. a vacation. That's a pretty, you know, somewhat uh, budgeted vacation to a very, very magical place. And I don't knock him for it. I think she should have kept her job or maybe pursued something else. If she I, I mean, maybe not kept her job, but they could have at least presented her with some sort of plaque or something. Trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort yeah. of trophy. They, it would have been better. They should have put those. Was, boys names up in the gym on the top rafter oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> little banner hanging up there yeah <laughs> that'd be nice and it's just it's just a banner There's like two of the, the ugliest kids in school and the banner are just the eiffel tower <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah dude yeah so yeah, yeah i mean that's <laughs> that was quite the tangent but i think it's <laughs> Had to be stay. I had to out anybody, so we're we're good there. Yeah, I added my old. She wasn't actually my librarian, so they'll never know. Yeah, the scandal. But uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of devil's lettuce smoked with the uh, devil's threesome. Yeah, (laughs) Colorado sounds awesome. It is pretty awesome here. It's just you know, it's very. um, I don't know. I don't really care for politics too much. Like. I'm pretty, I don't, I don't even like to say I'm down the middle because I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Like there's some of the policies and shit here. Are pretty dumb. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I'm the same way. I don't really, I'm not on either side or anything. And I kind of, you know, with trading stocks and stuff, I'm, that's the kind of news that I get, but I really try to stay out of like political news and all that. But 
and very rarely does anything really even hit my radar as far as like affecting me even policies and stuff like our job it totally does but even covid it was kind of when that hit like living in these small towns i mean you knew about it because it was such a big deal that like news and stuff and then you did see people like with mass and shutdowns and then like of course your work is like oh you're essential or you're not you know all this but even for me with that i i worked up in the go like it was so remote oh yeah even covid had almost no effect on my life like i couldn't go to the gym for a couple weeks but other than that i was like all right i'm going to work i gotta go to walmart at a different time (laughs) And people like you know people. Yeah, no more three a.m. Walmart trips. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That sucks. <laughs> but but it was after seeing everything like after that and seeing how bad it affected other countries and like bigger cities and everything. It's like, man, I am pretty lucky to live here in a sense. But I I don't know. It's it's tough for me to even relate with like a lot of the big city stuff and they're ideals and everything are so much different than mine but i'm like it's such a different culture and everything in those places that i can't even i can't even uh put my input on it because i have no idea it's like a different world for me but as far as being here that kind of stuff and like the policies don't besides our job and stuff it doesn't affect us as much as a lot of people so we're pretty fortunate for that as far as here because Colorado you know you do hear about stuff there's there's good and there's bad and you'll hear about stuff especially in the big city that you're just like what and I mean like Denver it's like a lot of places it's so expensive like people can't afford it but there's still so many people moving here and like that kind of stuff so yeah we don't really deal with that that much here even though Aspen we're pretty close to Aspen you know they have even that's just its own culture like it's pretty far removed from what we got going on here yeah it's pretty damn dope living here yep i like it i i probably won't ever leave like i consider this my home because my family moved around a lot as you know when i was growing up and uh, it's like I, I was born in new mexico and then moved around new mexico quite a bit and then we moved out to kansas and ended up here after Kansas, we moved out to Kansas for like three years. And that's an interesting culture out there. Like it's a completely different lifestyle, you know, like there's so many Mennonites and everything. <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I went to Kansas for a graduation and we were in Lawrence and it was just completely different than where I'm from. Cause I'm from Albuquerque and yeah. like, we don't have like the greenness it is, is the fucking Bosque. Mm-hmm. And so like, when you go and you see just fucking hill, like not even hills, just flat fucking green land. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. You see but signs like on the side of the road for tornado shelters. It's like, oh yeah. You're like, whoa. Oh, and then like, it'll freak you out too, because um, they would have uh, every day at noon, they would blow the tornado uh, alarm, I guess. Just so it's just this alarm that you can hear throughout the entire town, and it's like in the scary movies, like yeah. that real uh, siren, tornado siren. Dude, if I what went somewhere fuck? like that and heard that, I'd be like, "Oh, the purge!" Like they do the purge. Yeah, it sounds like exactly like the alarm. purge. Yeah. yeah, Silent Hill, right before the monsters come out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's that, and so they blow that every day at noon, and it's like, what the fuck? And it's a, a test, you know? That's wild. Just and then they ha- have to every day because it could just happen any day. 
Yeah. 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 No. But like that was hard to get used to, especially as a kid. I was like, what the fuck? And I was scared shitless that there was just going to be twisters everywhere. Oh my you know? gosh, dude. I, I was the same way because I grew up here in the mountains. So tornadoes were so foreign to me. But I remember growing up, every time we'd go to Denver, like in the plains, I would just, and the movie Twister just came out and that was a big hit. Yeah. So I thought, I was like, oh my Twister gosh, the there's going to, I'd be like looking in the sky for like a flying cow and shit, even though like it's a clear day with no clouds or anything. <laughs> but I'd be like, oh man, like every house we'd go to, like relatives and stuff, I'd be like, where's your basement? Like, or where's a close ditch just in case a tornado hits? Like, yeah. I was so worried about it. Actually, tornadoes and quicksand. When I was a kid, I was like, those are going to be a fucking problem <laughs> growing up. I was like, those, dude, tornadoes quicksand, and quicksand yeah. are fucked like, yeah i am screwed but and like yeah it turned out to be a full yeah <laughs> yeah fallacy it was... it, it's it's kind of cool that you mentioned tornadoes because when i was living on the navajo nation we'd go into winslow a lot and so we'd be driving the span between winslow and the navajo nation and it's really flat and there's a lot of like volcanic mountains like how monument valley is and so there would be like 48 mile or 100 mile distances however long and fucking you'd see tornadoes off in the distance just fucking huge and clouds oh, yeah. and it was fucking wild and Dude, we'd just be yeah. driving casually that's so gnarly just to see like that power like nature man nature's a different nature's different metal beast. man like seeing stuff like that you're just like whew. that and flooding Oh yeah. Oh man. That's a huge problem up here is flash flooding. Yeah. Like every time it rains, because everything's just clay. All the dirt, everything surrounding us is mm-hmm. just clay. So oh dude, nothing. It's, it's crazy because the main highway that goes from here to Denver, there was a big fire in that canyon last year. And it's like it's a beautiful canyon. It's the Glen yeah. Canyon. Um and yeah, so there's a big fire that went through that last year. And so this year we were dealing with every time it would rain, they would shut the Canyon. Well, that's like the main delivery route for semis, like, you know, everything from food to gasoline, everything. So then it's, it's about, we're about three hours from Denver here. Well, when they shut the Canyon down, you either got to go down like what Montrose or Durango or something. Yeah. Like, either way, it's six hours more. <laughs> yeah so fuck it it's a 12 hour trip at that point bud yeah so (laughs) everything was delayed like the traffic was just nuts but yeah like the flooding and well and that's that it was taking out i mean it had to have cost millions of dollars because it was taking out the whole highway you'd see like the rocks and stuff that would come down you'd see it on the internet or whatever like oh canyon's closed and then you see the damage that those floods did and you're like Oh, good. Lord. Well, and it fucked everything up too because there was that. And then, you know, our main supply line basically being shut down. And then uh, the labor shortage and everything else that's been happening. Like, there is nothing on our shelves. Yeah. You no. guys are a blue state too. How's the, how's the labor shortage up there? It's, uh, it's prevalent. You know, you, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's dumb though because, like my my wife was trying to get a job and she applied to like 17 different places and nobody would hire her but then everybody was like oh we need workers we need workers and you know my wife's straight like she's good 
Yeah. She, that, she doesn't have anything that's like going to deter her from getting a job, you know? It is pretty wild. Like, you'll see, like, for instance, we have a, there's a Wendy's by my house and on their board it says starting pay $18 an hour. And then McDonald's down the road, they're starting at like 16. So like that kind of stuff. And it's all just going to trickle down to making everything more expensive. But yeah, yeah, there's so many places that are hiring, like our hospitals and everything. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, you guys have a vaccine mandate for the. Yeah. Yeah. We know a bunch of people that got laid off from that, but it's like. I don't know. Y'all are not even laid off. There was like the there was a are... bunch that just left. Like, no, we ain't getting it. So there was Yeah, no, they're walking out. Yeah, straight yeah. walked out. So I mean that <laughs> I don't know. I haven't had to go to the hospital, luckily, but I imagine they're still pretty empty. Yeah, no, I have a few f- friends that are firefighters and EMTs that like they're getting prepared, just working as much as they can, just so when it happens, it happens and they're prepared. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. about all you can do in that situation there, you know, and that's their choice and to do that. And they don't want that infringed on. It's like they're, you know, they're going to stand up for what they believe and walk out. And uh, yeah, it's happening everywhere. I think it's happening a lot more and a lot more people are doing it than anyone like that's regulating anticipated and they haven't really felt that effect yet but i think they will oh it's coming yep oh yeah especially if they institute it with truckers because i heard that even though truckers don't work under the same roof as each other that it's still counted as more than 100 employees working for a company Mm -hmm. so they're gonna have to be following the mandate and i know from what i've heard it's not going to be pretty when it happens yeah yeah the company we work for i mean they're coming after that too yeah well and i mean it's more i mean we fall under that guideline where it's more than 100 people so i i don't know what they're gonna do because i know there's so many guys that we work with you know that are like i ain't getting the vaccine yeah there's so many people that are like financially stable in their 50s or something that are just oh if they enforce that i'm just gonna retire you know and yeah it it's fine like it's really no one's really sweating (laughs) it that bad I mean, like we were talking about earlier, Facebook is just, that's why we don't use it because it's such a shit show. And that's kind of all you see on there is people arguing about that. But I mean, I don't know that many people outraged. They're just like, no, nah, I, ain't, I ain't doing that. That's what I'm Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. Do. I'm pretty worried, but same time, fuck it. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we like, I haven't gotten the vaccine yet. And if they, yeah, no, I'm, it, I'm not going to fucking get it. No, I'm I'm not either. And you know, I told I told him I was like, they better have a severance package for me if they fire me. You know, I hope so. I've worked here for ten years. Your like, severance package is going to be the fucking vaccine. Yeah, in a little here box. You go, like, here you go. <laughs> We're going to pay you with some Moderna. Oh yeah, dude. But no, I I don't know. I you know I hope there's something that I get out of the last ten years of my life that would be kind of fucked up if they were just like, all right, pack sound. <laughs> they charge you well they probably will yeah they'll be like no you actually owe us for all the times you fucked up our trucks yeah <laughs> see <laughs> it's like do you remember when you wrecked that company truck yeah oh yeah i have uh i accidentally uh had to get a new engine for one of my <laughs> accidentally you're so 
you give them a severance package, you quit and you have to give them like a big ass bonus. <laughs> yeah, I got to give them like 50,000 or something. <laughs> you pay their insurance and their phone. It's like, shit, I didn't months. even make that much a year working here. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I don't know. Yeah. My, uh, wait, there was this big puddle on one of these, uh, these pads that I was on. <laughs> Yeah. And I drove through that thing like right through the middle one day and it took a big old drink of water, ruined the engine in my truck. <laughs> Let me guess, like, oh, it, it was an accident. It was an accident. <laughs> well, the thing that sucks about our work is this dude. I mean, he drives the work truck just like most people drive a work truck, you know, which, <laughs> it. take that as what you will. Yeah. I mean, it's a free truck. They pay for your fuel, everything like service, all that, you know, and work yeah. trucks, they have just a reputation for getting the crap beat out of them, yeah, especially just, in the oil field. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I always took such good care of my trucks. Like I, I would armor all them. Like I'd go home and detail them. Well, like, I, I did I, that to my trucks too. I, just I, I took such good shit. care of them. I drive <laughs> under the speed limit everywhere. I'd never like rally them. And my trucks broke all the time and I got stuck all the time. Like to the point to where when I was down here, I was like 22 years old and my boss, my truck was breaking so much and just random things, but they were so expensive. Like every time it would go in and it was every month. And my boss is like, dude, quit rallying your truck. Or whatever you're doing, dude, it's not working. Like you have a job to do and it's not to just ruin your truck. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. Like I promise, I'm driving really good, and I'm I'm trying to be a good boy. But we don't have tracking devices or nothing like that, like a lot of companies. So I can't be like I'm not, and we're alone all day when we work. This dude's out here just rallying it, jumping it, going through puddles, jumping it. Oh, you jumped it. Ah, you jumped it. Swerving to hit puddles. Yeah. Right. And so I was good on mine. Like there was. And we mile our trucks out at whatever mileage. There was one time I was going up this road where I worked and just cruising up this road. And it was, it was bouncy. It was rocky, everything, but I wasn't rallying. I was doing like 10 miles an hour and my leaf spring pack broke in half and my axle came off, like came <laughs> out, um, broke the brake line. Well, it stretched it. It like destroyed that. Um, and then... <laughs> the leaf went into my wheel and it cut my wheel so then i had a flat well there was no one else up there so i was like oh my gosh what am i gonna do what were you gonna drive it away with the axle hanging out the ass end yeah so i put it on jack stands i get the axle kind of back in line and then the um u-bolt that like holds it on i jimmied that with the leaf that i i had two leaves left that hadn't broken (laughs) half the rest I disarmed those and then I was able, there was enough threads to where I could get it on to hold the axle. And then I put the spare tire on that was destroyed. And then I, <laughs> I drove it. I didn't drive it home. I drove it down to the office, got yeah. the plow truck and went home. But, and like the brakes, dude, the brakes would just go all the way to the floor and like the last half inch would be enough to like, oh man, start. That's to so scary. So I, I have a pretty like funny story e-brake. about something like that. When you're done with that story. I think that's it. I just destroyed it, got a new one. And then my, my Chevy last year, it was just, yeah, bad. it was just a nightmare. What yes. do you got? So, so I drive a Ford <clears throat> and it's a 2002 Explorer sports truck. So it's like an Explorer truck. Yeah. 
And for the longest time, I was driving around not knowing that my differential was leaking onto my back brakes. And I'd gone up the mountain here in Albuquerque a few times with it without any back brakes. And one time I, I was going up it and it was right before I started my new job is between when I quit my last job and the job I currently have. And I heard a loud pop and my foot went straight to the floor and the engine was revving. The fucking Dude, that's a bad that's a bad situation to be in. I was at a fucking angle going up the mountain here. And the C clamp fucking cracked in half inside the differential. And oh, I had to get gosh. towed off the fucking mountain. So oh, I, it, it gets fixed and everything. I get the truck back and I'm this is the first time I've driven it to the job I currently have. And I'm driving home. And I'm as I'm going, the same loud pop and crack happens. Oh, oh, shit. No. And I see my fucking rear tire and axle sliding out of my fucking truck on the rear view. Yeah. Like on the side mirror. Yeah. And I turn in and my fucking axle shot through my rear bumper. Oh shit. And scraped the fuck out of my rim, destroyed my tire. And my truck was sitting on top of my tire, oh. leaking differential fluid. Oh, man. The day I got it back from the fucking mechanic. Oh, that's so shit. Dude, that's man. a solid mechanic. What's his number? Can I get <laughs> to take my truck there? So, I mean, if there was like an X Games for trucks, that sounds like a pretty dope stunt. Like, that's the mechanic I'd want. <laughs> You're entering your truck and where's Travis Pastrami at, man? Tens. Yeah, like, like I could send you guys pictures phenomenal. after the show's over. No shit, dude. Yeah, dude, I got to see those pictures. Yeah, that's wild. That, that is wild. That sounds about like yours, man. Except for yours didn't like come up through the bottom. Yeah, of shit. his dude, his takes the cake. Yeah, I got a sure. solid like silver medal. On that that's always so weird when like a tire comes off a vehicle while it's still going too. Because <laughs> that tire just keeps on fucking going yeah. for miles. You know? Like watching a semi truck yeah. lose a, a duel or something like that, an outside duel is just like, all right, that motherfucker's gone. Yeah, thing weighs. Did you like see it like pounds. <laughs> yeah, I saw one take somebody out on a video once, and it was just so violent. I'm like, oh my gosh, this just innocent bystanders like walking with his girlfriend, and it's like a one of those surveillance cameras that just catches it, and this tire just comes out of nowhere, and it just flattens him, and I'm like. Like, were you like, he's okay? Like, like the beast. Walk it off, bitch. <laughs> he's yeah, okay. Off. His chicks, like, it's quit being dramatic. It was a fucking tire. You yeah, pussy. you pussy. Yeah, there. It, it is wild. I wonder if you were in like Kansas or one of those really flat places. One comes off. When's it gonna stop? Um, probably not till it hits the mountains of Colorado, dude. I don't know. Or a lot of my flat yeah, earth friends, going dude, in. I have a lot of flat earth friends. They disagree with you. <laughs> they would say it would go forever. Who? Your father-in-law? <laughs> uh, wait, you're not married. Sorry, dude. No. Your girlfriend's dead. Is he a flat earther? No, he just... She, made... Apparently, this old boy, he's into conspiracies real big. Yeah, he can... He, he researches pretty much everything and so um it's it's not that he believes it but he can debate 
a lot of topics like that and make a pretty pretty strong like case for stuff even though he doesn't believe it he's like well what about this and he kind of questions you and then yeah no it's fun to do that shit to people yeah a hundred percent so and then it makes you question like your reality so you're like oh fuck yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> what do you what how where do you lean on all that you like conspiracies yeah i think they're hilarious and I, like I all my too, coworkers yeah. think i'm like some weird fucking conspiracy guy even though like i don't believe half the shit i say it's just kind of like uh, yeah. I'll read it and I'll be like, what do you guys think about this bullshit? Yeah. And, okay. and like, I'll be able to defend like why I think it's funny. And they think why I think it's funny means that I agree with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 100%. But you're doing it for your own entertainment. You're doing it to get like their reaction. <laughs> like they get worked up and then that's like entertainment for you. Even if you don't <laughs> subscribe to that. <laughs> deal you can act like you do and lead them <laughs> along that path get them so worked up and i think i'm with you on that dude i think that's some of the funnest oh yeah this yeah especially super like gullible people but the gullible people that are stuck in their ways i mean we know someone that's like that that's i mean should we out him? Up. and no. he is he will show you a little trick I oh mean, yeah people people like that they're stuck in their ways but then if you're like if you act like you're just so adamant about it and like you believe it and then you question everything they say or like you pull a jordan peterson you you have like a a rebuttal for what they say and like you can somehow twist what they think just a little bit and make them think it's <laughs> <laughs> funnest thing in the world dude like my coworkers think i worship joe rogan and like see him as some like god yeah but like i don't even really listen to rogan anymore because i just don't have fucking time to sit there oh, and listen yeah. to a four-hour fucking show yeah that's where i'm at with rogan too <laughs> yeah same i'm like i listen to the theo vaughn one and the jewel one but other than that if it doesn't like i haven't listened re- to rogan since yon me parting Oh, that one was crazy though. I cried. I was I was growing I, I, I was packaging gummies and I was just like, <laughs> like, oh my God. Packaging gummies, dude. Listen to that. You're like, you know what? This ain't that bad. I, it, I don't have it that bad. Yeah. <laughs> really changes your perspective on fucking life. Dude, you're so like grateful for the gummies. You're like, man, this is just <laughs> profound. Like how great this is. Like any small thing. Yeah, I was sitting at work. I'm like, oh, well, I can't really complain about anything again. So this yeah. sucks. Right. And then I saw what she looked like. That changed Ooh. everything too. I'm like, oh, wow. Smoke I, show. I guess I didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't expect her to look like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of her. I hope she hears this. Like, I hope she knows I'm very proud of her and for yeah. overcoming all the adversity she did and yeah. getting her story out there. It's just crazy that she can go through that, do everything and be criticized so much like that blew my mind. I'm like, man, you've been through all this. And then she's, oh, the just... American left is something else. Yeah. Yeah. Those universities. Well, and it was even, I think she was at one in Canada and it was even there. And I'm like, Oh, just can't escape it. It's like both the, uh, it like I was saying about the big cities and stuff, it's a different mindset and I cannot I cannot understand it, even the slightest. But I don't either. That's why I don't fuck with it. 
<laughs> yeah, like Twitter, Facebook, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, no, like, what were you saying about social media? You just, it's, oof, seeing that kind of stuff, I can't get into that world. And pretty much everything I can see the other person's side, even like the flat earth stuff like that, any it's a fun any type perspective. Of thing. Yeah, I can. Yeah, usually most of the time on anything ever, I can, I can be like, all right, yeah, I can see that person's point of view. And a lot of like social topics, I can too. And I'm like, okay, I can see both sides or political topics. I'm like, try to see both sides and really see like where they're coming from and life experiences. But a lot of that stuff from the universities and big cities and stuff, it's like, whew, it comes that, from a point where it comes where it leaves coming from compassion and wanting just absolute fucking control yeah yeah for sure it's (laughs) it is yeah it's something else and it's just i can't understand how people think the way they do with such hatred like they're trying to promote the big thing like with a lot of the stuff i see they're trying to promote like love and equality and and this kind of thing but with such hate like hatred and resentment for whoever they want to blame for whatever they feel outraged about and it's like man that's not it's not good for anybody it's not good to vilify your and and it's not even vilify your enemy it's vilify someone that just has a different life perspective than you that believes a certain way because they grew into that person right yeah whatever happened to them from a yeah yeah, it's like if you don't think that way of that group of people, it's you are just such a bad person. Like you need to basically disappear. And it's it's crazy. But I mean, like if you look at universities, if you're not one of those people and you don't subscribe to that, then you're like you don't fit in. And not yeah. even that you're so hated by those people if you don't share those same beliefs. So it's almost like, in, you know, the professors are preaching the same thing so it's like you can't really have your own point of view in that landscape because you're shunned like you can't it's such a bad thing and then even in the outside world like if if someone from Yale or one of those big universities or something like that comes to a small town or anything like that you feel like they hate you just because of it's on the news like they really do have a strong hatred for our kind. Yeah, no, I <laughs> had the a, American people. Yeah. I had a high school teacher that was a Harvard doctorate, but she was teaching 12th grade government. And like just something about that just doesn't seem right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like that's, that's when you start to deal. question indoctrination and all that. Like, right. Yeah. Like, I didn't believe in it until, like, I had her as a teacher, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like, wait, am I am I tripping? <laughs> it's like we were, what we were talking about earlier. You got to get to an altered state just to deal with that kind of stuff. Oh, it's yeah. like when you go into Walmart, you got to. You got to get ripped to go into really Walmart. Prepare. <laughs> yeah, if you're, like, if you're actually tripping balls, like, if you do something that makes you trip balls, then you go into Walmart or something like that, and you're like, it's normal. But it's you go so there, fun to go to Walmart on shrooms. Yeah. You go in there normal, like not if you're going there sober, you're like, oh my gosh. Then I mean, maybe Walmart's its own somewhat dimension because it's so some of the stuff you encounter in there. 
will make you trip. It makes you question everything. Well, yeah. Like, and you're in the minority. Yeah. You're the crazy one to all the crazies. I went into Target one time on shrooms. <laughs> just freaking rolling, dude. Just rolling. And this little baby, like it was the funniest, most scary thing that ever happened to me. These, It's just this couple walking their damn baby in their stroller, in its stroller. And they pop out of the aisle, but it seemed really <laughs> quick to me. And I like jumped out of my skin. I was like, ah! Jump back, jumped in the air, probably 10 feet, you know, and I landed and I like looked at him and I just ran away giggling. <laughs> so you, you do this, you're like, you're just sitting there. You see that? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. One time yeah. when I was fucking They're like, oh, that guy. Hmm. One time when I was on shrooms. When I was 19, um, I done shrooms at band practice because i was in a thrash metal band and we thought it'd be fun to all do shrooms and we were putting my drums away at my mom's house and they my stepdad and had his son over who had a daughter who was like a year and a half years old like was barely walking and talking like babbling and i was tripping fucking balls and she comes walking up to me babbling Oh, shit. and it was the fucking craziest experience of my life oh, just man. babbling yeah dude that wouldn't even comprehend wild. it because i was like am, am i tripping that hard and then like everyone else started talking i was like oh okay all right all right all right yeah you're like i'm good yeah. you're ready to recruit this baby to be a death metal band because it's like yeah, 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 yeah. but you're hearing like <laughs> 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 you're like Pretty damn much. that's got some good vocals like, <laughs> yeah you did you are you uh you played in slipknot right <laughs> yeah the baby's like gah, 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 but you're like <laughs> oh, yeah, <dude>. you're recruited to <laughs> get on here we got a show tonight <laughs> all right get your diaper situation figured out and meet us on stage yeah i ain't changing that shit yeah no that's on you that's on you baby oh man i hate changing diapers i'm i'm in the middle of it too we have a baby so oh shit six month old it's like <laughs> oh my gosh it's not going away anytime soon unless i start you know uh i think tom brady and giselle they uh potty train from birth or some shit like that oh really yeah so you just i'm like i'm curious as how you do that you just constantly have the baby over the toilet Talk about like absolute perfection from their like bloodline though. Yeah. yeah. The baby probably comes out knowing. Dude, I'm like, bet. oh fuck. I get the fuck out of here, dad. The, the, Give the me a damn playboy. Come out like fucking doing the hundred yard dash. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's no problem for that baby at two months old to set, you know, to sprint a four. Yeah. To the toilet and let let go of the bits. It's like the I bet. All right. Let's try to visualize. Remember in middle school and stuff, that. you'd get with your buddies in the bathroom, and you know, <laughs> what would you do? In there, here's though? the urinal, and you're all standing back, you know, and, and you guys have been sitting in class for a while, letting it, it fill up. So you've got a full, you know, you've you got a full bladder, <laughs> and you're standing, you know, you'd have like a taped line of like, oh, the I've rec- done this record before, right? So you're all sitting there. And you got to aim and like get it in there, and whoever can be the furthest back and get it wins. I got like good at that. Tom Brady's kid from birth is already like there's He's standing forty feet back, dude. Yeah, the kids at daycare, you know, like Justin kids. Tucker, sixty six yards. Yeah, yeah, easy money. 
And I mean, up here we got elevation. So, you know, if his kid comes here, he's. Why would his kid come here? They live in Boston or Florida now. Well, we're not that far from Aspen. I'm sure he has a mansion there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, with the elevation. He's like a gajillionaire, so. Yeah. Right. His kid's setting like the world records for sure for the distance. Just shitting and pissing. I mean, I'm sure there's some like golden toilet in Aspen somewhere with that piece of tape all the way back and people walk in and they're just like, who? What the hell? It's just a piece of tape at the door of the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I know how to hit it from here. Who is Get the fuck out of my way. Tom Tom Brady's kid. kid. Yeah. Oh, and his signature. Dude, I bet his signature, his kid's signature is just fucking. Yeah, it's just piss on the ground. (laughs) But really nicely. Yeah, just really nice piss signature on the ground. Yeah, you're peeing in the snow. He's with all his friends peeing in the snow, and everybody's like, I wrote my initials. (laughs) And then his kid's like, Oh, yeah. I drew a fucking Mona Lisa. (laughs) You know, they piss perfection. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else's piss is like super yellow. They're all dehydrated and shit. Brady's kids just pissing out glitter. Just oh, <laughs> you get get out of here, you fucking. Oh pencils. man! I have to... Oh fuck, dude! Glitter, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's a different deal. Once I have the like. Most once your net worth's over hundred million, head, like Brady's, like your kids do have special abilities like that. It's just we can't understand it. Because we're about uh we're mortals. Yeah, we're like nine. We're mere mortals mortals over here. Yeah. We're pretty far down there. We are mortals, but well, I mean speak dude, for I'd, yourself. I'd like to just I mean, if I did see Tom Brady I am God airport, <laughs> I would a little sweat off of that. Hola, oh, yeah, you met us. The peyote, yeah, you've met him. Shoot. <laughs> the peyote. Did we lose that? The peyote? Or was I don't... that on this episode? You can't remember, <laughs> dude. It's all intertwined. Oh, yeah. Tripping now, no, um, maybe no, peyote. I've always I we were talking about that, but um, I always wanted to do peyote. I I also just like always want to do mushrooms. Oh, mushrooms! Like, like I just, just want to microdose them. To be honest with you, one point five to one point eight grams is like the sweet spot for me yeah yeah i don't even know because i mean it's been since i mean it's been like 10 years since i did mushrooms you just take a handful you're like oh this will do this will do i'm i'm on the moon <laughs> you know? yeah no that's how i made the mistake of the fucking whole four <laughs> <bad> chocolate <laughs> oh, yeah shit. yeah and that stuff's even more potent i'm pretty sure like the yeah it was mushroom distillate oh yeah good lord so it's just pure psilocybin that's freaking awesome though straight to the brain where do you even get those um i was 21 <laughs> and i got it from a drug dealer a drug dealer yeah i don't know where else do you get it i don't know because my uncle has no, always had chocolate so i don't know if um he'd be like had a special chocolates up i in mean the freezer, you can you grind know? it you can grind it up and mix it with chocolate and make your own maybe that's what he was doing but like yeah for years and years and years so I'm sure it's not the distillate. He was probably just grounding it up and right. Yeah. I think the funniest thing for me, like when I was like when I did those, because I I mean 
and doing for a, a long time i never knew i'd never just just for a good time right yeah yeah and it's it's always in the same setting and all that and it's always just been literally the best time of my entire life like oh yeah every single there, time like, that i've done life them has been be the best time of my better life than this and i just love everyone and like my dogs and i'm just so grateful for everything even like plants or like a tree i'm like oh my gosh i'm so grateful for you or like the stars in the sky but i get this profound um like realization that it brings everything that's nature and everything like anything that's materialistic or like man-made even like lights and stuff it's cool but i don't get the same feeling as anything that's nature like that stuff is just so you just experience it and you're so like even though you've seen the same thing a million times like you've seen trees you've seen plants you've seen stars the moon all this a million times you're just you see it in that different perspective and you're like oh my gosh like it's unbelievable how much you take that for granted but when i was on them i had this just overwhelming like realization that the the shrooms get me to a place on earth to where i can kind of understand that and be almost one with nature like as close to one with nature as i can as far as understanding it in the, in a weird way but then when i look into the stars and like what's out there my brain kind of just shuts down and it's like listen don't even try that that's something else that's a different realm like we can't like the mushrooms are like we can't get you there and i think yeah. that's where dmt that's kind of like the thing I was getting and it could be completely like just my brain messing with me, but it's like, okay, if you want to get to that aspect, that's where like DMT and those, like, I was those just are, about to say like DMT. Yeah. yeah. I, I fucking love DMT. Like, yeah. Like I remember like hearing Joe Rogan did it back in the day, you know, and I was like always wanting to get my hands on like, it. Like dimethyltryptamine. I yeah! was, but never did. Never had that success. You know, I, never I, had that success. I burned through a whole cart of it in two weeks. <laughs> oh, Is that man. a lot? <laughs> you know, like a lot. So think of like a full gram, like weed pen cart. Yeah. With oh, they have those for DMT now too. Yeah, it's it was THC oh, DM, DMT. So the D, THC was the carrier for it, but there is dimethyltryptamine dimethyltryptamine in it. So oh wow, hell yeah, hmm. that's freaking dope, dude. That I don't sick. even know about these new age drugs. Do you remember like your DMT experiences? <laughs> um, there was one where I did shrooms and then blasted off, and it felt like the time I did five meo DMT, mm -hmm. and it was just otherworldly but like because it the way i did it it didn't feel right in my like in the trip so it was like a foggy version of the 5meo so it left me kind of depressed like in a really oh, dark actually, place for a couple weeks right yeah. huh that's so interesting so when you did dmt that experience was was it the same way to where you're kind of down after it no like um actually in the last Last time I did DMT was two weeks ago. It was a Friday night. And mm -hmm. ever since then, like, like I just started being more positive and just everything is just being way better. Like worse that's, better. That's cool. Relationships yeah, that's are better. Man, that's awesome. It's so crazy that like, I mean, people can go their whole lives with so many issues and then something like that, you hear it all the time. Oh yeah. You do that. And it's, it's not really a complete character shift for a lot of people, but it's just, a lot of people like the best parts of them they're finally able to realize that and like let go of 
past resentments or like trauma and stuff. It, yeah. On, yeah. On more of a scientific side, but that kind of stuff like PTSD, a lot of those drugs they're using for that. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, like yeah. I actually did a poll a few days ago on my Instagram for the show talking about like psychedelic therapy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I said I was for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a huge advocate for that. Yeah, everyone said they were for it, but I only had two, like two people con- like reach out to me saying that they're for it, but they don't think it should be like people going and doing it at the shaman in the jungle. But I disagree with that because I think yeah, do it however you want. I think the traditional way of doing substances enhances the effect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when I was microdosing peyote. I was doing it throughout the day, not in the traditional setting. And it was awesome. Like everything was fun. Yeah. But it was lacking something. But when I went into like the peyote ceremonies, it was just otherworldly experiences because I would eat like four or five buttons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that's, I had that last year after my first um, experience with the uh with the mushrooms it was like after that i had a complete um reality shift even after that first experience everything about my life had kind of changed and i became kind of like a hippie but it just aligned what's important in my life to where i I straight up was dead set on just quitting my job buying a van and just traveling with my dogs because i was single at the time and i'm like okay on the shrooms i realized i'm like all right i'm somewhat like financially secure enough to where if i sold all that i would be fine for a long time and i'm like i'm never going to be this free again so i'm like i'm selling all of my like burdens because you really do see what's holding you back and what's really stressing you out that stuff's brought to the yeah like you hate everything around Yeah. yeah and so uh so I had that and I'm like, man, you know what? Everything I'm doing right now, like what I'm spending most of my time on is so unimportant. And it's like not what I should be focusing on. I should be focusing on like expanding. Like I haven't traveled enough and I, I want to travel. I want to hang out with my dogs, like experience a lot more. So I was just dead set. I'm like, all right, I'm going to sell my house, sell all my stuff, buy a van and just travel and like do that. And I ended up not doing that. I did sell my house and stuff, and I do have a van, but yeah. I have a girlfriend. And Part of the now, story so. is true. <laughs> yeah, so I, I didn't do that, but it's still a pretty, pretty strong urge. But yeah, after that, it was, it, it was pretty wild how it can just really put things into perspective in such a way that is so obvious on that. Like when you get off, you're like, how could I never see that? But without that tool you just really you can't get there yeah i fried my brain out with acid shrooms um xanax heroin all the fun stuff so like (laughs) all the fun stuff (laughs) yeah that's a party yeah and um through all that i've come to realize like nothing fucking matters like how you describe how you felt on mushrooms that's kind of how i feel going into everything like yeah I don't feel a need to get attached to material possessions anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's dope. I don't know. Like, that's kind of why I do the podcast now is because when I started it, it was when I was really getting into like DMT and all of that. And 
it just kind of became a thing where it was like, all right, this is a fun fucking thing. And who the fuck knows what could happen? Right. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. And it's, it just, it makes it to where like stuff that you were so stressed about and everything is just, it's like a weight's lifted off your shoulders. Cause you're like, that shit's, that's such bullshit. Like nothing can really affect you that much anymore. Like the people you care about and like your family or like things that are genuinely close to you. It's a little bit different, but yeah, as far as like material things, it puts it in perspective, how unimportant it is in your life. But then, so after that experience and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to sell the van and do all that. Well, then I was curious because on the shrooms, I'm like, man, outer space is cool. But the shrooms were like, listen, there's enough on earth that is going to occupy you. You get happy dude. with this. Cause that's a different world. Like you can't space is the next step. That's where we go yeah. next. That, like so, we gotta wait. We gotta wait. Yeah. And, and I had heard about DMT and stuff. So then I was like, Oh, I got to research this. And there's actually, there's a couple places in Denver. Um, well, it's outside of Denver, but you can do DMT legally, but you spend like a week with a shaman. Oh, fuck yeah. And and it's it's legal because it's like a traditional thing, but you do have to do it that way. You can't just go there and be like, hey, let me get some DMT, dude. Yeah. Trip it. But you can do this whole experience and like have, um, it's, it's a guided trip, but you can't just go there and do it. Like you go through all these stages and processes. That's probably not the kind of DMT I like fucked around with a lot though that's probably five meo dmt mm-hmm. what i fuck around with is nn dmt oh, what's done, the difference with that um five meo is kind of like the more intense one that's the one that's derived from token <clears throat> venom yeah oh yeah yeah it's a good shit yeah no i've only done that <laughs> one i've only done that one once and that one like oh I, man i'm so i i want to do it let's you do it just full extraterrestrial <laughs> on that one or what no, that that was the second time I met God. Oh, oh man, the second time, dude! You got to meet him twice. Yeah, good lord. Just man. because I'm pretty sure I went to the next step of life of what happens after we leave this plane of existence. And what happened? Like, can you describe that? It was just whiteness. Like I didn't see anything, but I knew where I was. Yeah. That's gnarly. And then I felt presences that I knew of were people that were gone. Yeah. Like it, I had just had a best friend who had committed suicide about fuck six months before this. Uh-huh. And when I did it, I felt like I was there with him and it was just amazing. And then I was with my grandmother who passed away when I was fifteen. Oh yeah. Wow. But Damn, like dude. I didn't it wasn't meant to be there, so it was kind of a weird thing, but it was like, okay, now you know. Now you know. Oh, fuck, dude. That's, that's cool. so crazy. Yeah. That's wild. so wild. I love hearing that stuff, though, because it's like you just, like, normal, everyday life, you just don't. It's such a different thing. Oh, yeah. And most people can't even. It's so profound, and they, they understand it, but they can't, like, put it into words, like, the English vocabulary and our brains so can't process what actually happened, even though it changes your life and like what's going on in your subconscious, you can't put it into words as far as like, you have to fight yeah. to remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think, think my experience that's pretty cool. I kind of like that about it. I I've never done it, but I, I, I like that. Uh, I like that. It's not, just it's kind of a mystery you know even to yourself you kind of 
have to really like earn it to remember it and like get that out of it. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, because I don't know. I've never done it. So, yes, if you guys want to wrap up on that, after I did or something. You guys still there? Um, what'd you say? Hey, oh, I said if you guys want to wrap up on yeah, that, we could, we could tell the people where to find you. No, um, I actually want to ask you one more thing because you're in the heart of Navajo country. What do you think about skinwalkers? Oh, so you you <laughs> said you've listened to the Halloween episode. Yeah, I didn't finish it though. Oh, okay. Because yeah, the kids screwed it all up for me. <laughs> okay so i i don't albuquerque is not really the heart of navajo country but when i was living yeah. I, I did live on the navajo nation and mm-hmm. i lived in pinon arizona and so when i was living out there i actually did have a few experiences with skinwalkers where they would fuck with us at night oh yeah and That's like what would they wow. do um, there's one story where there was, it meant like we heard weird noises walking to the outhouse in the middle of the night and it manifested itself as a horse. But like, whenever we tried to shine light on it or like shoot oh. fire, fireworks at it or anything, yeah. it just absorbed the fucking light or like the fireworks wouldn't go oh, off above no it. Shit. Yeah. And that's fucking dude. One time I was, I had diarrhea and I was fucking walking out to the outhouse and on top of the Hogan that was between the house we were living in and uh-huh. the outhouse, because we didn't have running water, um, there was a skinwalker, like, painted face, wearing the fucking pelt. Oh, no shit. Fucking bone necklace, chilling on top of the Hogan in, like, a frog position, just fucking staring at me. Oh, oh fuck, dude. That's so gnarly. Yeah, it is. Like, I, w- I wish I still had the phone I had when I was out there because I actually did have a fucking picture of it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, and it's it's legit. Like, you got to hear some of these stories. Like, look them up online, Trevor. Like, it's wild, dude. These skinwalker stories. And, like, legit. Like, yeah, dude. Dude, yeah. That's a world. Like, if you, ask, if you na- ask Navajo people about it, like, they get terrified. They're That's like, don't so don't talk about that shit. Don't whistle at night. Yeah, so, like most, yeah, don't whistle at night. I forgot Navajo about that. Have experience with it. Though. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, That's like crazy. I I've seen white magic and black magic when I was living on the Navajo Nation. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, some wild shit happens out there, dude. Dude, we're gonna have to have another podcast where we go deep into that. Yeah, we should. That's we'll cool. do it because and we got Skinwalker Ranch. That's like. I think it's like a two-hour drive from my house. It's yeah, just, no. it's not yeah. that far. Yeah, and there's so, so I know a little bit about that and some of the stuff I've heard. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, crazy man. Yeah, yeah no, like we'd hear wicked. like banging on the walls at night and like people walking. Like it sounded like someone was walking around on the roof. Oof. That's not. It just creeps me out. I got chills right, right now. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I got so used to it when I was living out there that it does. It didn't even bother me. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess you'd you'd have to, because if not, you'd probably go insane. And every morning at, or at three a.m., the fucking dogs would start howling. Oh yeah, like an alarm clock. Three a.m. every Man. morning. Yeah, that's just eerie. Could you imagine that, dude? I I literally can't. Like that's so crazy. Yeah, just think about going and that's visiting. Cool, you know, and right? then like all that weird shit starts happening, and yeah. you're like, 
you have no idea. You never even heard the term skinwalker before. Yeah. Well, you're just tripping because yeah. everybody living there is used. Yeah, they're to just like oh, phase them, and you're so just losing. You're your like, mind. you're like, Whoa. yeah, they they like hunt them sometimes. Like they'll run through the mountains and like take pot shots at them and shit, like chasing after them. That's crazy. The skinwalker games, dude. Hell yeah, squid dude. games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. All right, yeah, if uh, you want to wrap it up. Yeah, I think, yeah, we've been going almost an hour. Hell yeah. Heck yeah, dude, that went by quick. Well, you can uh, you can find me and Trevor on uh, any podcast forum near you coming soon. We still haven't technically gotten there, but yep. <laughs> we're coming we'll soon. There. We're coming real soon. With, uh, episodes. We're getting, we're just like pre-recording some just so we have some uh in the chamber and just uh, like we said we're fine-tuning it everyone we do we're learning shit uh, yeah getting a little better i mean even this one we've been a deer in the headlights this whole thing (laughs) you guys have done pretty good but it's been you know even just that little stuff has helped so much so people can experience the journey and the rough drafts of the beginning and hopefully it gets better yeah hopefully some people tune in and like it yeah hopefully it's a shit show just yeah, warning y'all but... <laughs> yeah. so all right brother all right and as always you guys know where to find me at wake and jake Ooh. <clears throat> at wake and jake podcast on instagram uh wake and jake show on youtube and at the desert hippie underscore is my personal account if you guys want to follow me so have have a good night everyone stay lit love you